The Pagans Motorcycle Club are just violent individuals. This according to a former cop, an undercover cop, a cop that is a pro at lying. The some of the stuff that he said about the pagans, oh my god, it was like, damn man, did you watch a movie or something here? Because you're taking a lot of it from the movie industry. It's a sad state of affairs. And during the members only later on, we're gonna be talking about how bikers are the damn problem for listening to this kind of stuff. You have to say to yourself. People cannot believe or be that stupid. I was pulling up the screen here, not paying attention to what I'm talking about. They can't be that stupid to believe some of these people and some of the stuff that comes out of their mouth. As far as I know, there are certain rules that a cop has to follow, which we already know they don't, while they're undercover. I guess if you're seeing a crime or any of that kind of stuff, you're supposed to stop it. I don't know. But at least you think there'd be some reasonable expectations there, yes? Well, according to what this guy has seen, I guess not. It's just unbelievable. You got to check this out, man. You you really do, because I was like, damn, no way. The first thing he had to say, and this is the title of the article, and this one's out of Daily Star uh, UK, biker gang who lived in sewer-like homes and smell like shit <laughs> use rape to horrify rivals. Do you believe that? One thing that is very interesting is for those who do believe that you're dead wrong club members are fathers grandfathers all that type of stuff and they wouldn't want to see that kind of things happen to their family so what makes you think they're going to go out and do what this cop just said use your brains an undercover agent who infiltrated the outlaw pagans group has spilled the beans on the Deadly Gang, which now has around 2,000 members and is still recruiting this by Kelly Williams. It was originally put out uh, the 12th of September of this year and uh, updated today as well. Ken Crook, or let's just call him Crook. Ken Crook, because that's what about these uh, undercovers are. Spent two years undercover with the outlaw group. The 55-year-old recalled how one leader removed his artificial leg to beat a business owner who refused to pay the gang's protection money. I actually heard that. It might be true. Crook also spent time behind bars to avoid blowing his cover for after being arrested with a handgun and even help pagans move the body of an apparent murder victim from one grave to another, I call it bullshit. I call it bullshit. Where is that story? I'd like to see it. Because if he was an undercover cop doing something like that, ah, uh, uh, I don't think that's possible. And if it is, he's a dirty cop. And so are his bosses. The former Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms agent now warns that the vicious gang is ex uh, aggressively expanding its turf in crime-stricken New York with 2,000 members believed to be recruited nationwide. Meaning he don't know shit. Crook has documented his harrowing experience in his book. I'm not going to uh, say the title because I ain't promoting your ass. I guess he co-authored this book with a Dave Wedge, whoever that is. Now, this happened a decade ago. That's like 10 years ago. He helped snare 20 pagans who pleaded guilty to racketeering, drugs, firearms, and conspiracy to commit murder. Okay, conspiracy to commit murder. I thought the body you were helping move was already dead, was a murder victim. 
So why is a conspiracy and not committed murder? You already get your story tore up here, man. Uh, they said uh, he wrote pagan members sold crystal meths, guns, gang raped women, brutalized rivals, and extorted businesses. This guy has an imagination, doesn't he? <laughs> he said he often slept on the floor of a sewer-like home surrounded by filth and the scent of stale beer, weed, and cigarettes among members who smelled like shit and snored like bears. Notice how they uh, hit on cigarettes now all the time? Just saying. Everything nowadays is becoming bad. He alleged one pagan known as Hogman laid out a plain plan to brutally rape his female acquaintance while he drank beers and snorted cocaine in the motorcycle club's hideaway. The woman fled after being warned of the plot never to be seen again. Huh. Guy's really got an imagination. Crook said the group operated like law enforcement and would use shakedown tactics. Oh, so you're admitting law enforcement uses shakedown tactics. That's what you're saying. That's what you just said. When intimidating rival gang members. So you're saying that the police intimidate regular U.S. citizens. You said it, not me. Or business owners who refuse to stump up protection money. Operated like law enforcement and would use shakedown tactics. Does that mean the cops are going out there asking for protection money? Just asking. They are extremely dang dangerous. They are organized crime. They use intimidation, threats of violence to get what they want. Crook claimed the pagans would hold mandatory weekly meetings. Okay, everybody knows this. As a prospect, you were considered a servant, a slave, or even less. It's like uh, college fraternity hazing, except that you can be beaten into a coma or killed any time. Bullshit. See, no, come on. You can't believe this type of stuff coming out of this guy's mouth. We busted our tails, stood guard duty, most, uh, but most of the weekend consisted of me being bossed around, belittled, and disrespected. The gang operate with a pack mentality. Come on. <laughs> he goes on to say, the Hells Angels, in his opinion, they're like a business. They have copyrights and doctors, lawyers who are members not involved in criminal activity. The pagans are just violent individuals. By the way, that's where the title of the video came from was this. The pagans are just violent individuals. They're bad dudes. They don't have two nickels to rub together, but they don't care. Sounds like to me, somebody's pretty salty and is reaching for the damn stars when it comes to pushing this book of his. And like I said, it's hard to believe anybody would even consider him to be telling the truth on this matter. But what you did do was you tripped yourself up and said that they act like law enforcement, which you're just saying now law enforcement shakes, shakes people down. Law enforcement beats people up. That's what you said because you said the pagans were operating like law enforcement. So you kind of let the cat out of the bag, did you not? What do you all think? Very interesting stuff to all this crook. Call him crook. That's what he is. Especially that one where he said he helped move a body. There was only in those RICO charges uh, where they were thinking about it. Come on. Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now with Chad and Al. Why do people fight? That's what we're going to be talking about on the second half of the show. Listen right here on uh, MotorcycleMadhouse.com 
or you can listen over on the morning show's YouTube channel. We'll be right back, baby. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the King of Biker Radio. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. What's up, everyone? It's home. Day, baby. Make sure you out there humping your loved one right now. That is the perfect thing to celebrate. Hump Day Wednesday is to give her two minutes and get up and go. (laughs) What's up, China? We're going to be talking about the five reasons people pick fights. Nastiness, man. People wanting to fight all the time and shit like that. Uh, You know, sometimes they got nothing better to do. Like old Rodney King says, man, can't we all get along? Can't <laughs> we all just get along? Dude, I remember that, man, when that shit was happening in L.A., man. They beat the shit out of him, man, them cops. Them cops are the most corrupt fuckers around in L.A. They're just as bad as Chicago and New York. Cops are just a bunch of haters. They're just jealous. They can't be like other people. I think that's actually true. I actually think that. These are the type of people that have it in the DNA that they want to be on a power trip. Do you ever notice they can't talk like normal fucking people? (laughs) They don't. They're (laughs) fucking pricks. (laughs) And people wonder why I got an attitude towards them. Because they got they got issues. Do you always notice that they got to puff up their chest and shit like that? I do notice that every time I see an officer friendly or so they used to be called when we were little kids. I don't know, man. I always make fun of them because if they try that shit with me to pump out chest, I was like, dude, that's just your bulletproof vest. <laughs> so it's just your vest with all your crap on it. No <laughs> shit, man. It ain't really your chest. They're freaking sly it's for kinda like, bastards. It's kind of like their version of stuff in their bra. <laughs> that is about it, man. Gotta make themselves look bigger. And you know what's the worst ones is the female cops. They get a real fucking attitude. It's like, dude, I should bend you over and give you a colon cleanse. <laughs> that would Why? be the only thing a woman cop's worth is give her a colon cleanse, make her freaking squeal like a pig that the, she is. I was just going to say that, the pig that she is. So sad. I can't believe with uh, this Ken Crook, as I call him, Ken Crook, because he's a crook. Dude had some fantasy shit in that book. Well, they were using gang rape to freaking uh, get out of here. He's got Watching too much. He, he does. He's got issues. He's got bad issues. And he, what's funny is he's probably out there talking all kinds of shit, and he got laid a million fucking times because of the patch he had on. I was going to say, he probably got as much as the rest of them. It's always funny how these undercover cops are out writing a book. They're always writing a book. It's like, damn, man, you don't you miss that spotlight, don't you? He couldn't puff his chest as far when he was, you know, undercover. As a woman, uh, why would a woman want to fuck a cop? I have no idea. That that ain't even on my bucket list. Well, you know what I say? You know, women they like, go out there. How do they do it? Knowing that they're fake ass people. I don't know. Some people just have. I don't know. They they. Maybe the handcuffs turn them on. 
they might be. But one thing that I find uh, really interesting is women that are screwing cops, they're usually getting the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> and the cops go and say, well, you can't do nothing about it. Yeah, well, we know one in this town that got arrested for it. <laughs> and they sit there and they look at bikers as their bad? Come on. I think cops are worse. I, I do. I think they're a lot worse because they got that God complex. Mm-hmm. Well, how often do you see cops doing things for charity? Not often. Not often. I mean, now look at us. We do it all the time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Poker runs, St. Jude benefits, mm-hmm. Special Olympics. Yep. Them cocksuckers ain't out there doing it all the time. Nope. And what's even worse, now they're forming their own clubs. They call them LEMCs. Because they want to be. You know what that is? Little Dick's MC. <laughs> Dick's MC. Well, I think. Don't the- you like that one? Little Dick's MC. That's what we should call LE clubs now. We should. I mean, I don't see cops going out there doing anything of use because they're too busy with their god complex either that when they do do charities they're probably pocketing the money well do you happen to see them doing this the fifth annual bikers for boobies to help bikers for boobs to help mainers save the boobies. breast cancer save the boobies so, i say if you got a bike come ride with the best motorcycle club around for a fantastic cause Bikers for Boobies is now five years old. Save the date, Saturday, October 7th, to have the time of your life. Is, is that the, the one in Pecatonica, or where's that, where that one at? Uh, this one is in Maine. Okay, they got Maine one. They got something here called the Save the Boobies run. Mm-hmm. And the, I approve of that message 100%. Well, this one is... Uh, it was started by a new Maine motorcycle club, the vocation land v-twin cruisers damn man that's a freaking mouthful for a club (laughs) how's that fit on a patch uh bikers for boobies is a fundraiser to help those in maine to fight breast cancer and it is maine all all the money goes directly to maine cancer foundation what do they have to say about that yeah, do you see the cops doing it? I don't. I don't. Suckers. I don't. I don't. Suckers, I say. So that's one of uh, the charities that everybody's involved in is the boobies. The boobies, because everybody wants to save the boobies. Everybody does, because without the boobies, I don't get a hard on. It's kind of hard with you. You don't have many big, big boobies, <laughs> but, you know, your ass is getting there again. <laughs> You're actually starting to get one. Maybe you're going to be like a Kim Kardashian with a big ass. No, I don't think so. You know what? I I was actually working out last uh, week and this woman had one of them, uh, you know, hourglass figures with the big ass. Yeah. I went up to her. How do you get a big ass? How do women do this? And I guess all they do is work their glutes. That's how it works. Well, then I guess we got to do some do walk, you know on a- walking. Do you know on Amazon they actually have ass stuffers? Yes, they do. They have. What they is have, with that? They have. The, it's like a bottom half bodysuit from like mid thigh up to right under your boobs. And you, it's like a you zip it. Well, you got to zip it up. And then it looks like you got this big old butt. It's like, yeah, it's a butt stuffer. That's unreal. I know then that, uh, you know, you wonder if cops, they uh, put stuff in their schlong to make it look bigger. They already have it for their asses. I have no idea. <laughs> I bet they do. They probably just put a cucumber there. It's messed up. Got to make it look bigger. That's just. You like- think the ass trend is actually to go to, out of style one of these days? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. People aren't going to want such a big old butt. Because that's like deceiving. The problem is. That's deceiving. You put one of them little girdle butt thingies on. 
Then you see the chick naked and she got no ass. Yeah, there's a guy thinking, oh, man, I'm going to get her up the poop shoot, get to hang on to that. Smack that, ass. smack it, and then next thing you know it. It's like, where'd your ass go? Hey, <laughs> and it gone. That's false advertising. That's why it's like, why fake it? If you ain't got it, you ain't got it. Oh, my God. I think it's stupid. I hate when people do that stuff. That's, <laughs> that's just like stuff in your bra. Come on. Unbelievable. Eventually, somebody's going to notice that those aren't yours. You should be able to be yourself. Yeah, definitely. But I guess that's not it. No, it's not the way people work now. Got to be something you're not, you know, like cops and bikers to, you know, cops being a biker. Right. They, they got to be something they're not. Hey, you know what's funny? What? You know how Democrats are... A bunch of fucking hypocritical bitches. I have to say that. <laughs> They're hypocritical bitches. Why? They all pissed off now that uh, the Republicans started the impeachment. And They're going to get this son of a bitch. Well, they're outraged, the Democrats. You dickheads. Look what you did to the last one. What did you think was going to happen? But this time you actually got a corrupt piece of shit. And you know what's funny? They can show videos of Biden taking bribes or talking on the phone about taking bribes and not one of them son of a bitches a vote to impeach him. Nope. What does that say to you? That they don't believe in their constitutional duty to uphold the Constitution of the United States. In other words, they're pricks. Maybe Joe Biden needs some of those ass implants. You know, because I heard Kamalia likes giving it to him. <laughs> I heard she likes putting on a strap on. Fucks his brains out that he don't know. He don't oh remember anything. God. He probably does. I think Biden's gay, just like Obama, because Tucker exposed him. Tucker had the guy on when he was a senator that old Barry went out there smoking crack and stuff like that and had gay sex. Oh, Barry's queer. I don't I don't even want to envision that. Yeah, Barry's queer. That's sad. President of the United States taking it up the romp. Mr. Biden. Yeah. And then you got Putin and uh Z all over there laughing their ass off that they're taking it up the poop shoot. If he's taking it up the poop shoot, why is he sniffing children? I don't know. He he's probably taking the poop shoot and he's a pedophile. All in the same time. All in the same thing. God, he's so gross. You know, that makes me wonder if, you know, if, if I was a president and stuff like that. And you notice how the Secret Service have to sit out your door, uh, sit outside your bedroom when you're sleeping and stuff. I wonder if they, like, pop some popcorn while the president's getting it on. <laughs> TMI. It's a, it's, it's a question. That's so TMI. I want. I wonder if remember that movie, The President, with uh, Michael Douglas, and he was a single one, and the chief of staff suggested that they can get a lady of the night in there. I wonder if they can. Oh, I'm sure they President can. There's getting, probably a button you can push, and a process it'll pop up through the floor. See, that's the problem with me, man. I couldn't be president because everybody thinking the stuff I did was, ooh, bad. Bad Hollywood. <laughs> Man, I'd be up in there like freaking Jackson was having a bunch of hookers in the Oval Office. What are you, shitting me? If Wild Willie can do it, I can. She wasn't a hooker, though. I mean, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> Maybe. She dropping on her knees. You imagine having a national security meeting. And, and she's sitting, under the desk. <laughs> yeah, giving them a blowjob and shit like that. Kind of like Police Academy when the... What's his name was uh, hiding in the podium and she just blew the guy while he was giving a speech. <laughs> I think that would be the best thing in the world. That'd be awesome. That would be killer, man. Can you imagine the look on his face from when she's under the desk during that meeting when he when he blows. <laughs> oh, Mr. President, are you having a heart attack? No, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fart face. <laughs> 
I bet there was some freaky shit that happened in that Oval <laughs> Office besides Wow Willie, especially with JFK. Now, that guy was a freaking uh, homer, man. He got some woman. He fucked Marilyn Monroe. He's my hero. <laughs> you just wish you could. Hell yeah, man. He's my <laughs> hero. Speaking of JFK, one of the guys that found that bullet uh, was a Secret Service agent. He actually took it out of the back seat and put it on the gurney for more evidence and shit. He's saying there was more than one shooter. Damn. Everybody's right. Conspiracy theories always turn out to be true. And when I was at that location for my uh, first uh, funeral. <laughs> your, your first marriage, your yeah, honeymoon. My, my funeral. <laughs> it is eerie there, man. It is. You to feel the history there. But I'm telling you, when I looked up, because they got the X where he was shot on the road. Yeah. And then you look at the book depository. There's no fucking way that guy got that one shot like that. I told you. I already said. And then you look at the grassy. No, yeah, that dude got blown up. And then there's that place uh, right in the sewer. Somebody could have got. Yeah. Dude got wiped out by the freaking CIA. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they hit Trump. They hate Trump. They do. They hate him with a passion. So I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, whacked his ass. Maybe he's next on the list. But do you believe these Democrats, man, actually have the balls to cry and whine about impeachment after how they abused it during the last one? And that's because you cry wolf too often and no one's going to listen. Now, they're probably going to use this against Trump because Putin came out and criticized Trump's arrest. Mm hmm. And it said shows the rottenness of the American system. A lot of people don't understand that. And I've said this on another show. I will not go outside the United States. People hate us outside the United States. Even the French that we helped hate us. Is it they hate us or they're just sad for us? It could be both, but they really do hate us. I heard this in the Middle East. They hate our ass. They want to cut off our heads and shit. They're brutal. But Putin came out and says that shows the rottenness of the American system. And it really does. I don't care if you think he's an asshole or he did this or that. You, I was going to play that. But you do not <laughs> arrest political opponents. Because then all you are is a third world country. And that's what these Democrats are turning us into. He goes on to say, as far as the persecution of Trump for us in the current environment, it's good because it shows the rottenness of the American system. It is a politically motivated persecution of one's competitor. And this shows who we are fighting. As they said in Soviet times, the bestial face of American capitalism. They're going back to the Soviet Union times. And you had to live through that, too. We remember on our maps during geography and stuff, it actually had the Berlin Wall. And it had the separation of the Soviet Union. That was scary times back then. Kids nowadays, you mentioned Berlin Wall. They don't even have a clue. They don't even know what the fuck it is. Nope. I remember when it came down. It is scary stuff right there, but you got him coming out now, and then you're going to have these fucking Democrats come out and say, hey, you know, look, we told you he was a spy. I'm going to show you something here. What are you going to show? This me? is what we had to uh, go through here. You're not going to be able to see it on the radio, uh, but let's see here. This is what we saw as kids. There it is. That was the Soviet fucking Union. Hmm. And do you notice the satellite states? Ukraine, Moldova, Belarus, Lithuania, Poland. That was part of the USSR. And here is the border of the uh, Russia. And now you got NATO creeping right up on it. And you wonder why they're fighting. You wonder why they're at war. But don't you agree with Putin right there? 
it's corrupt what they're doing. Well, you know, do you expect anything different? Actually, yeah, I would. I mean, I, I mean you know, you expect something different, but... It's not going to happen because they're corrupt pieces of shit. Because everybody they put in there lately... They're actually, they're driving us closer and closer, man. People, you know what? That's how they did it in uh, 1800s with uh, the Civil War. They just kept on pushing until finally, boom, Fort Sutner broke So loose. our next home will be where? Canada? Shit, I would never go to Canada. <laughs> no? Them fuckers are worse than Democrats down here. Aww. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable, this shit right now. Sad state. We got our uh, news coming up right now. SRN News. I'm Rich Thomason. North Korea's dictator pledging his full and unconditional support for Russia's war in Ukraine. The vow came today at a meeting with Vladimir Putin in Siberia. North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un arrived to a warm welcome in Russia as the military bands lined the platform at his arrival. In a meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin the following day, Kim said, Russia is waging a sacred fight to defend its sovereignty, security interests and justice against the hegemonists. The meeting took place at the Vostochny Cosmodrome. The meeting location suggests the North's desire for Russian assistance to develop military reconnaissance satellites. Britain's top law enforcement official issues a statement about prayer. Home Secretary Suella Braverman is telling the country's local police to stop arresting people for praying. There have been several instances in recent months when pro-life protesters have been taken in for offering prayers outside abortion clinics. And Braverman says, quote, silent prayer within itself is not unlawful. The arrests have been sparked by a new buffer zone law designed to keep pro-life demonstrators far away from clinics. The perfect way to jumpstart your morning routine? Us. So turn it up a little. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. I'm telling you what, man. They actually have them laws in Europe where if you're praying, you go to jail. Ain't that fucked up? That is. I mean. And they're starting to do that stuff here in the United States, man. They never stop. Well, I still think it's screwed up. You don't say the Pledge of Allegiance in school anymore. That I'm, was, that was actually a highlight of the day, man. You knew school <laughs> was starting right there and then. Because the very first thing you did in, in elementary school was the Pledge of Everybody stood up, faced the flag, hand on the chest, Pledge of Allegiance, morning announcements. And then there goes the start of your class day. It's just how screwed up how that party has turned into a communist piece of shit. That's all they are. They're pieces of shit. Anybody who identifies with them are a piece of shit in my eyes. Well, they don't support our morals. That's what Nancy Pelosi came out and said. It was like, dude, what kind of fucking morals you got? Seriously, what kind of morals you got? That's why they don't like the bait, and that's why they get angry and start throwing around the race card. Because they have nothing. Nothing whatsoever. Unbelievable, man. So, am I trying to start a fight here? You might be. Am I? I'm just wondering. You might be. But, be I don't know, not with me, for the first time. First time, <laughs> I'm not going on your ass. <laughs> It's about time. You know what it is with China doll? She represents women in my eyes. And nah, sometimes I really don't like women. Me. I really don't. Don't put that on me. Uh-uh. You know, <laughs> it's because you women, you're conniving. You use the poontang as leverage. Yeah, well, I don't think about, I don't think the same as most women. So, no. See how she tries to bring herself Yo. out of it? vacation time man yeah tomorrow yeah we're leaving uh on vacation well, well after the show and then friday we'll have a pre-recorded one but uh going to ride the motorcycle going to camp it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be fun you're gonna be documenting everything right yes yes you're just we're bringing like what five cameras yeah something like that <laughs> plus my phone <laughs> And, you know, I'll sneak in the tent while she's snoring her ass off. Oh, and my I'll God. Finally prove it. Yeah. Just wait. I'll get you. You probably would. I would. You're you're probably going to fucking put some Doritos or something by me when I'm sleeping <laughs> so the bears can eat me. You imagine I'm that, bringing, that. I'm bringing some honey. Sorry. 
dude, I think that would be the best way to kill somebody. <laughs> now that I think about it, you'll put Doritos by their uh, pillow and a bear cut off their head. I doubt and it. then you can say, Since hey, when the bears like Doritos, where did you find this news? Bears like everything. <laughs> I was thinking they're more, hungry. Fuckers, I was I thinking hear. more of my little honey bear that's downstairs. I'm going to bring that with and just cover you in honey. Well, that sounds stupid. Why? Bears like honey. Do you think that's the perfect? Don't you think that's the perfect mur murder? No, <laughs> I think it's the perfect murder. What about say you're out in the woods and they see a bear or some shit. You trip them and you run. And the bear eats them. I think that would be the perfect way to get insurance money. How about tie you to a tree and let the red ants get you? Dude, that's brutal. Uh, the Indian. Dude, used to I do don't that. know who which one of us is actually going to come back after this vacation. <laughs> the Indians used to do that horrific shit, man. Didn't they used to bury people and then just. You know, have their heads sticking out. Yeah, that's some bullshit, man. Hey, man, they got to do what they got to do. What if you have an itch? Punishment at this finest. Yeah, that would be. Hey, man, I got an itch on my nose. Can you scratch this asshole? <laughs> Can't get it. Unbelievable. I think it would be a perfect murder. <laughs> oh god <laughs> she's gonna be keeping one eye open around my ass if somebody there. ain't sleeping this weekend that would be me i'm gonna be just laying there staring at you <laughs> so why do people let's go here let's talk about some of the reasons without seeing her trying to uh read the whole damn thing to us and make the actually have a coherent thought but this is china though what do you got? What's the first one here? Why do people fight? And it's funny. Us as humans, we're really fucked in the head. That's why I don't think that aliens have visited us. The first thing they're going to say is you're fucked in the head, man. We don't want nothing to do with you. Self-sabotage. Many people are, are uncomfortable when things are going well. It makes them feel out of control. They are constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop, which but, you know what? makes them anxious. I get that why people do. But self-destruction, let's talk about that. Why do you think people have to go to the... Is, and you know what? A lot of people say, well, that's part of drug use and shit like that. But why do people feel like they got to destroy themselves? Why don't they want to live life? I don't know. What does that got to do with self-sabotage? That's kind of, that's goes with self-destruction. It goes exactly with that. Well, self-sabotage, it, it, it's a little bit different, I think. How different? Self-sabotage means that you don't like when things aren't in your control and you'll do anything, which includes starting a fight with whoever's around you to be to gain your control back. Self, you know, that's what it is. What do you mean, con uh, gain your control back? So you think self-sabotage has to do with... It's a control issue. If things aren't in your control, and, like, you know, life happens, so a lot of things aren't in your control. Mm. So people want to have that control. It's a control thing. Ain't it weird how people, as they get older, they don't understand that concept? I don't like happens. A, there are a lot of people that don't comprehend the fact that you're not going to have control of everything that goes on in your life. And you got to learn to accept the fact. Can you change things that happen in your life? For sure. You can totally change things that happen in your life, but you're not going to have 100% control of everything. Nobody that goes has on. 100%. You never will. You'd be lucky you got 50% control of what goes on in your life. Things suddenly happen. Well, that, yeah, that's correct. If you look at it uh, from a different point of view, say somebody got hit by a car and got killed at nine o'clock in the morning. Yep. There are a trickle of events that led to that situation. Yeah. Somebody was if, running late for work. Yeah. And if one or two minutes were changed, it, it would have been a different outcome. It would have been a different outcome. That's so weird, ain't it? Yeah. Because you can't you have no control. That's something you can't control, no. No, and it's like, 
as far as like, you know, which we've talked about numerous times, people that get diagnosed with cancer, you can't control that either. Mm -mm. It, it, it's life, unfortunately. And I think that they fight with somebody else because they can't accept that. They can't, you know, it's like, I mean, that'd be a tough, that'd be a tough nut to swallow. Eh, no pun intended. Women, you don't have problems selling nuts. I can tell you that. <laughs> You're just freaking, you know what? You're I mean, greedy. You, you don't want to do it. Oh, it you, tastes bad. You, you get a medical diagnosis and then you're like, well, why me? And then you have to say, why not you? And then it happens you know, to everybody else. It, it isn't, isn't the thing. What's the saying? Uh, the man upstairs only gives you things that he knows you can handle. Yeah, true. You know, but it's like, I still I think that's a fucked up saying, but yeah, I think it's true. But it's true because of the fact that life is what it is. Can you make the best of it? Of course you can. But on the way doing that, you're going to run into speed bumps. Yeah, some of those so speed that, bumps that, are big, though. That's that's where it's so telling you you need to, to slow down. So in regards to five reasons why people fight is because you have one person that's out of control because they can't control what's going on mm -hmm. and another person that is in disagreement with their position and next thing you know it's kind of like a democrat it's, that's exactly what they are that's why they fight because if you're wrong they don't want to admit it they want to have the control mm -hmm. that's why they're a bunch of pukes that's just like, are they admitting they're wrong in the White House? No, because they want to have control. It's all about control right there. And, and there's a they, lot of people out there have that have major control issues that they have to be in control of. And everything. I think that's where a self-destructive behavior comes in. They want to do it to themselves. I really believe that. So the, somebody that they want to fight don't want nothing to do with it. So they lost control of everything. Well, and if you think about it, those that are have like addictions, like drugs or alcohol or whatever, it's kind of a form of self sabotage because you're the no, one. It is. You're the one controlling it. You you're the one controlling what you're doing. You can say no. You can stop. I'm sure it's difficult. I've never. But had, why is it? Difficult? I've never had the issue, but. I never knew why anybody did anything over weed, but that's just me. Yeah. I never, I don't understand it. You know, weed makes you happy, gets you higher than a kite. Well, you you know, like, you get the right stuff. You talk to God, but then that other shit, man, holy shit! I mean, if you sit there and look at the big picture, you know, all the money that an alcoholic is spending on alcohol. Well, they just say the same thing about cigarettes. Yeah, they can. But that's a choice as well. Yeah, everybody has that choice. Everybody has a choice to not do it or to do it. I don't know what it is. I mean, it makes I had a choice. I, I'm not an alcoholic and I don't do drugs. But yeah, I smoke cigarettes and a vape. But it's like I can never understood. And it makes me cringe when I when, you know, you got the heroin or fentanyl users popping a needle in their arm. That's so disgusting. Don't you think so? What kind of respect for your body do you have to do that? <laughs> yeah, here's the funny thing for that, though. Man, nurses have a hard time drawing blood out of me because my veins roll all over the place and they got to use pediatric needles. Yeah. How in hell name am I supposed to find my own vein to shoot up? <laughs> it just ain't happening. I just don't like that's like disgusting. It ain't happening. If you got to go that far to get high. I think that's pretty extreme. That's nuts. What are you talking about? It's extreme. I mean, people are going to do what they're going to do. But. Man. To take it as your self Pancho snagged some shit here in St. Charles that made me paranoid to leave my hotel room. <laughs> yeah, Pancho's in uh, Chicago right now. St. Charles, Charles is about, uh, you know. He's about an hour away from yeah, us. Yeah, about it. About it about an hour from chicago too he's like in the middle he probably visited a dispensary and that weed is fucked man or the edibles or the edibles see that's what i don't get man why can't you have a freaking <laughs> nice smooth high no you want to fucking get people out of their freaking brains 
See, now you know what I feel like when Hollywood gets me stuff from the dispensary. Oh, my God. Paranoid. And I try to tell them, give me the lowest amount of THC you got. Okay, we got like 21%. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> 10, if you're lucky. You know, we can grow weed in Illinois, so I'm going to start growing again. Right Fuck, here in the back, yeah, right here in the back fucking yard. Or block dude. it off from them damn rabbits. Yeah, no shit. They you know ate what? Our garden. That fucking rabbit get high and shit like that. And hey, don't get high on my supply, you asshole. <laughs> you go outside, it's laying on the ground. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I am. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Move. You imagine getting a rabbit high? That'd be funny. All of a sudden, you see a rabbit in the backyard doing the zoomies. Oh, that would be funny as hell. And then he's just like, <laughs> or he comes up to the door and knocks on it. You got any Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> I need some Doritos. Yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> but I am. I'm going to start growing my own again, man, because you're not supposed to freaking pass out your freaking customers here. Uh-uh. Supposed to enjoy that high. Yeah, no. but you get paranoid like a motherfucker now. <laughs> puff, puff, pass out. Puff, puff, paranoia. Then pass out. No shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Unbelievable. So, would you like to know the next reason for starting fights? What? Go ahead. It's all they know. It's what they saw growing up in their families, so they think it's how you show others you care. Get out of here with that stupid ass excuse. Who the hell writ this? Some psychiatrist man who don't get any? <laughs> Are they stupid? They ain't getting laid, is what it is. To say some stuff. I like mean, that. I can I can personally see that though. If they see if all they see is fighting when they're growing up, then they're gonna just assume that's how life is supposed to be. To catch a predator, is this the Chicago Deep Throat Podcast? You're a freak, aren't you? You are. You're a freak. You're over here talking about deep throat and stuff like that and said, we have your chat logs. What? Stupid. <laughs> oh, that's a TV show. Is Chicago. That is a TV throw? To Catch a Predator. That's a TV show. Oh. Yeah. My goodness. Uh, let's see here. Mike, I smoke and immediately feel it and know what level of high I am. See, that's the problem, man. You get uh, the street level stuff is good. Gives you chill. You get the stuff from the dispensary and it's like, dude, you're talking to God after one puff. I think it's bullshit. I really do. I think whoever that to catch a predator needs to be booted. Why? Because what they're what they do is they search chat logs and try to find predators. That's a good thing, though. There ain't none in our chat room. Well, there's none in ours, but that's a goddamn good thing. It is a good thing. So why should they be Now booted? he's asking, have you tried Delta? Dude, you're making me a little weary. <laughs> Dude, what the hell is wrong with you? That That is awesome to catch a predator. It is awesome. So what the hell Do are you, you talking about? Because what, what? why is he putting that he has our chat logs? So? Read away. Have fun. So, see, that's how stupid my co-host is sometimes. I'm not stupid. She don't understand what it is. But these guys, they go around and catch. That's less like bikers against predators. Well, the, the show to catch a predator, they actually confront people like they. Well, that's what they, bikers do. They, the bikers against predators do. Okay. I'm going to smack you in the mouth. And smack me in the mouth and, and enjoy your reading. God. Rude. I think that's the best thing ever. You catch these punks on the the internet doing these to the kids. Ain't no kids in our room. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? That's the problem I deal with when I have a blonde next to me as oh a co-host. Shut up! She like really shut ignorant up. Ignorant. Shut up! I'm getting out of that. You're waking up with Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh, yeah, baby. WMMRDB, the five reasons why people pick a fight. I think I just picked one with freaking China doll, this idiot. Anyway, what's another one? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. What the hell? What the hell are you talking But, uh, you it know, says- going to the one, I think that they kind of are right. What to uh, what? It's all you know. 
let's see here. He's gone. When you are a YouTuber, the comments get stopped before going into the chat. They cannot see if it went through to us or not. See what you did? I didn't do anything. Because, you you know, you're ignorant and didn't know what the hell he was talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. Ignorant ass. Dummy. Which I think environment does play a lot in the fights. Though. Well, if you see it all the time, you grew up around it. That's all you heard and all you witnessed. Then you're just going to follow in those footsteps. Well, if you're on the streets, you've got to <laughs> fight. That's just the way it is. Okay, so explain what it means by it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. That I have no fucking clue about. Deep down, they I'm don't... I'm a Hollywood on that one. Deep down, they don't feel worthy of love or things going well. They pick fights. The other person rejects them, and they say to themselves, I knew it. When things get a little tough, they're not there for me. They're testing people and creating a self-fulfilling prophecy of being abandoned or rejected. I think whoever wrote this is on some freaking I think, lead. I, I think they're just tired of rejection. Maybe this is only the first article because they all got rejected. I don't know, but that's kind <laughs> of some freaking out of this world. What the hell are you talking about stuff? <laughs> that's exactly what that is. That's it's like, what the fuck? That, that's some craziness. I wouldn't even be able to understand that high. <laughs> you notice when you get high you get more clarification and stuff no i do man <laughs> i'm too you busy being paranoid you sit there in that deep freaking highness state highness yeah your highness you step you sit there and you think about the world that's why weed is the best that's why indians used it even the dot heads didn't, did. didn't they do the peyote well, they got peyote, but they uh, they actually had some good weed they smoked out of their peace pipe. I, I think, what is what was that movie? I don't know. Give me a hint. Oh, my God. There's a million billion movies. With you the just peyote. Said, what, Young Guns? Yeah. yeah. That was like my favorite scene of the whole movie, <laughs> watching them all high. <laughs> hey, hey, if I ever go out west, can somebody give me some peyote to give the China doll? I think it would be a brilliant thing to see. <laughs> Dude, that was like funny. I was laughing during that whole scene. You know what? Care. I just looked at you and imagined you in a headdress and stuff as a tanto. Why? Because I think you'd look funny. All right, then what the hell? You're, dude, shut up. You got issues. I don't think I got issues. I just think you're confused, just you're, like you were with uh, our guest that came on. You know, you creep a, me out. Yeah, you're being an asshole and shit. I'm not like being that. an asshole. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. You had no idea what he was talking about. No, I missed the whole conversation. That was that's the only part I saw. That was a China Dollism. China Dollism. That was a stupid. Oh, I got moment. isms now too. No. Oh no. Damn. Damn. That's only you. Whatever. But that's why you want to try uh, try peyote is because no, I don't want to try it. Why not? No, because that looked messed up. I don't want somebody seeing me look like that. No. It'd be funny to put you on an acid trip. No. I won't do it. What are you, goody two-shoes? I don't touch drugs. Oh, so that say no to drugs thing really worked for you, huh? With the egg and the Nancy Reagan. Egg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say no to drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll find the egg in the pan. I think your uh, egg in the pan, your brain's like that every day. So It is not. God. Dirty knobs. Why do you want peyote? I don't. What about mushrooms? I think you'd be fun on mushrooms. No. I don't like mushrooms anyways. Why uh, would I want to try one? I don't know. What's another you're one? You're, you're an idiot sometimes. They're uncomfortable with closeness. People who pick fights for no apparent reason, although they're good reasons to them, are uncomfortable with closeness or emotional intimacy. Right, Pancho. Did you see the size of that chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, did you see that chicken? <laughs> I love that scene. I don't care. I love it. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> so... Can you pick? I mean, I I can see where they're coming from. Being uncomfortable with closeness. Uh, that's me. I think it actually nailed me. 
because I don't like going into bars whatsoever because people come over and start touching me because of the tattoos. That pisses me off beyond belief. That's why I hate going into bars or anywhere where you're in close corner, uh, you know, where close counters. Well, yeah, where it's like clusterfucked with people. And they want to just come up and They just want to touch you. And you've mm. seen it happen. Yeah, one too many times and it doesn't end well. No, I get pissed. Hollywood will pick a fight if he gets manhandled by anyone. <laughs> they come up and just put their hands on. <laughs> he gets pissed. Because it happened so much to me. Mm-hmm. And it's old. Oh, my God. Look at all your tattoos. Did dad hurt? Dude, you just touched me. You're gonna hurt. <laughs> Close quarters, man. I hate that shit. Yeah, he totally hates it if you, like, try to walk up behind him. That's why he sits in the corner. So nobody can. Because <laughs> it's it's annoying. It really is. They come up, put their hands on your shoulders, and they'd be like, oh, my God, look at all your tattoos. Even if it's a hot-ass bitch, I get pissed. Yeah. You don't like being snuck up on or touched. No, just the tattoo thing just pisses me off. Especially when the first thing they like do is damn, they, start touch, they start touching your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, did that hurt on your face? It's a tattoo. What do you think, dumbass? Stupid people. Dumb. Dum, 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 dum. So they tell us about things that we can do to deal with people that pick Yeah, fights. knock their ass out. <laughs> I've always been one of them guys that truly believe throw the first punch. For one, I don't like getting hit. For two, I'm gonna knock you on your ass to get you out of my way. Always throw the first punch. You know, don't even freaking listen to your parents when you're growing up. Never throw the first punch. I told our kids that. Yeah, and you got fucking yelled at for that one. Well, they shouldn't. Yeah, you should, because when you're in a confrontational... Hey, it doesn't mean that the person that throws the first punch actually connects. You can duck out of the way. No, stop. This is where you're an idiot. I am not an idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot. No. If you're in a situation where you're going to be confronted with something, you strike first. Because nowadays, you don't know if the pricks are going to have a gun or a knife. That's where your lack of knowledge is. And it's straight up. Yes, you hit first. Now, I can take you to, say, Mannheim Road and Stone Park. You better fucking hit first. That's where women, they're just ignorant. Well, you don't want to you don't want to hit first. Shut up with that stupid shit. You want to hit as fast as you can. That's the problem with some kids. Why they get their ass kicked. Because they sit there and listen to their parents. Oh, well, at least I didn't hit first. Why? Why you're laying on the fucking ground. Go ahead. What were you saying? See, when she's crying, she knows I'm fucking right. No. That pisses me off beyond all belief. So if you're in a bar and you're getting in an argument with an idiot. You sit there, you're supposed to let him throw the first punch? Hell no, you knock that fucker out as fast as you can. Sometimes people don't see it coming. They're not supposed to see it they coming. Because they got them sneaky people that want to start a fight with exactly. you. And they you, come and hit you from behind, so you don't even see you it coming. just made my point. Well, how are you supposed to throw the first punch if somebody's coming from behind you and well, you, you don't know? Well, you got to be aware, man, of your just surroundings saying, is what you got to do. God. But if you're sitting there, why am I going to sit there and yell back and forth at an asshole? I'm going to sit there and argue with him. Why? I'm going to come over and throw the first punch. That's what I never got, man. Why people tell some of their kids and you did that until I came in. But uh, no, because they're going to get somebody hurt. Especially in a bar situation. So how do we deal with it? Well, someone who is picking fights has who's always picking fights has low self-esteem, feelings of unworthiness, and they're lonely and maybe even scared. Much like a bully seems tough on the outside, but they're not on the inside. 
It says you need to find compassion for people who pick fights. Fuck you and your compassion. <laughs> I ain't going to find compassion for somebody that just Are wants you to fight stupid? with me. stupid? Why am I going to have compassion for them? Ain't no way. I think it's dumb. Mike says, if I have a feeling or about to have to defend myself, I'm swinging. I don't care whatsoever. Mike's just going to hit him with their leg. Just take your leg off. Smack him in the head. Uh, Steve, I've uh, seen more people, more than one person catch buck 50 because they didn't watch their surrounding. Uh, that's generally true, too. They want to lead with aggression. I don't lead. I finish. See, that's where you're getting a, a lot of different because a lot of these guys uh, are on the street. They know. See, you lived in a perfect world where that kind of stuff really didn't happen. So now you're seeing the other side. You hit him. Why? Well, is it like your is it like your goal to make me look ignorant? I'm not trying to make you look ignorant, but you don't sit here and say <coughs> you sit and you let somebody take a first punch at you. You don't do that. Because you're setting somebody up to be hurt. Like I said, if you went into a bar on Mannheim and tried that bullshit, you're going to be carried out on a stretcher. And why would I go down to Mannheim? I wouldn't. See, here she goes. So, well, you go to a bar all the time. Yeah. You're in that. You're in a bar. Now, be it a freaking pussy bar. But if that was a, a hardcore bar. You're not going to sit there and let a drunk talk shit to you. Or you're not going to sit there and let somebody yell at you and point their fingers at you. You take them down because you're under threat at that point. And there are situations when you're in the bar and you don't even know it's going to happen. Yeah, but you said, you know, you were, well, let them hit first. Fuck that. I ain't going to let nobody swing at me first. Better be quick with that shit. And like Steve says, you're not ignorant if you actually learn from the conversation. Everyone is raised differently and we all can learn from each other. And he's he, he's totally correct on that. Totally correct. You're learning. That's just like you. If a bitch comes up to you and starts yelling, I'd tell you, hit that bitch. Swing at her first. Wakey, wakey, rise and shine. Take a deep breath and relax. It's all going to be fine. Wakey, 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 wakey. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Why did I just imagine you sleeping and saying that to you? Wakey, wakey, wakey. Because I used to wake the kids up every morning for school. <laughs> no wonder that's in my brain. <laughs> Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. You did used to say that. Every morning. I would have Super to. Loud. I have to admit you're a pretty cool mom. especially that's how, for, woke, that's how I woke them up for school every You're day. pretty good with kids. I try. They like attach to you. Yeah. I got lots of them that attach to me at work. It's just you got that outgoing type of deal. And I think the kids, you know what? Kids can sense that kind of stuff. Kids would be the first ones to be able to tell if somebody's evil or not. I got lots of kids that come in the gas station. And they tell their friends when their friends are with them. She's my favorite. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. You should know why because you're outgoing. But kids are like dogs. Dogs can sense a bad person. They can, I don't know what it is. They can sense it. And so can kids. Yeah. They they can. It's like it's like you try you see somebody trying to go pick up a pick a child up like out of a stroller and the child starts to scream. They know something ain't right with that person. I guess that is a you know a sixth sense as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they call it. I just find that amazing. That and dogs. Dogs are like the best things on the planet. They are, especially if you got a pit bull. Oh, my goodness gracious. Best breed out there. Mm -hmm. 
They are. They're protective. They're, you know the, they're warm. Uh, they're I read, cuddly. I read an article yesterday saying that the UK is banning ownership of pit bulls. Why? Because you have these idiots that want to raise them and fight them. I would just one time, one time want to run into somebody that's a dog fighter. And I would put him in a fucking ring. Now fight to the death, cocksuckers. How do you feel? I got to starve them first. Yeah, don't even get me onto that one. No, because <laughs> that's what they do. No, I don't like that. I hate people that do that. So you want to hear something entertaining? Oh, my God. Is this going to be a first? Yeah, it's gonna Wallace Doplin County Wallace Police Department officers arrested a man on multiple charges after he was suspected of driving a motorcycle while impaired. It happened Monday, September 11th, when officers attempted to stop a driver on the highway when he ran from them. I hate that. Officers said the driver then pulled over and fired multiple shots from a handgun at the officers. As shots were being fired, a second vehicle suddenly stopped and ran off the road. Don't you hate it when you hear a story where a biker is actually doing this shit with it being drunk and shit? Drunk and I has hate, a gun. I hate it. Police feared that the driver was shot that ran off the road, so they gave attention to the driver, losing sight of the motorcycle. The ho- a home on the highway was struck by a bullet from the shots. Pender County law enforcement later found the motorcycle theft abandoned. Uh, the motorcycle left abandoned at the end of Harley Drive. Dr- <laughs> Harley Drive, really? They abandoned the bike there. Drone units and canines were called to help find the suspect, and he was found five after a five-hour search in a thick wooded area. Oh, by the way, they caught that uh, prisoner. They, yeah, they did. They got his ass. Finally. Uh, so Gary Devane, 35, was charged with two counts, attempted first-degree murder, felony fleeing to elude arrest, 10 counts of felony assault on a law enforcement officer, and a discharging a firearm into an occupied dwelling. Dude, it's, like, really funny with these cops when they charge it. It's probably they go through the charging books or something and just pick out whatever the hell they think. Unbelievable. Well, I guess he also had various pending felony warrants from from multiple agencies. So that explains why he ran. But I think he should have just ran instead of shooting at people because he just screwed himself up. I do. Hey, Mike, talking about what's up, man. Uh, I was trying to watch your show yesterday and it didn't come on, man. Why'd you cancel it? Got to let me know these things, man. I was looking forward to it. I had my popcorn ready and shit. Unbelievable. Didn't work out for you, huh? Didn't work out. Anyway, uh, we're going to go to the members only right now, baby. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> 